welcome to the world is fucked podcast a podcast where we talk about the many ways the world is fucked i'm lauren and i'm brianna and today we're gonna talk about a bunch of random bullshit i think um (laughs) the first thing i was gonna ask you and this is like i feel like i already know that this is um maybe like a pointless topic Mm -hmm. But what are your thoughts on Taylor Swift releasing an album? Have you listened to any of the songs? Okay, to be completely honest, I feel about Taylor Swift the way that, like, middle-aged white women feel about Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. Like, I, <laughs> I wish she would fucking stop. She probably killed the queen. Like, <laughs> every time I see her, I'm just like, don't you have enough attention? Yes, this is how I feel too. I don't like Taylor Swift. Um, anti anti Swift here. Is yeah. there a phrase for that? And I I hate that. Um, it's like people assume that you then hate women if you say that, but I don't like her, and I still love women. I mean, assume Not what you want. <laughs> like, assume what you want about me. Like, if hating Taylor Swift means I hate women, then just call me a misogynist. I guess. Like, I'll right. take that. Yeah, I just like I haven't listened to a single song, and this is the first time too in her release, and like the wave of her releases where I've not been forced to like listen to her songs. Like I've just I don't even know what they sound like. I feel so like like I feel like there's honestly two Americas. Like (laughs) there's wherever I am, and then there's like whatever the media tells us is happening in the country. Okay. Yeah, like, they're like this is like the most groundbreaking or like the most streamed album, and I'm like literally, I have never been so happy for a lockdown, or I guess <laughs> never been so fucking happy for like social distancing becoming like just kind of the norm because yeah. I'm, I am not forced to listen to anybody's bullshit, including this woman's. Yeah. And two, I'm part of my algorithm for working because I'm only seeing people shit talking her and not yes. I'm not getting her good stuff. I'm not seeing fans. Yes. Swifties. Yeah, I think there's Swifties and then there's like normal people. Yeah. I think anyone who stands any celebrity like that hard, like will fight for them online, especially when they're doing shitty things is like yeah. a weirdo yeah I think that's such odd behavior yeah I feel like the only person like the only like celebrity I feel that way about is like Blue Ivy like that little girl <laughs> could do no fucking wrong <laughs> okay fair fair I do feel children maybe are like slightly different or I guess I at least feel I feel like it's weird when people talk negatively about celebrities' children. Yeah, that is you know? so weird. Until they like fuck up on their own, it's like I just why would you ever? Yeah, there's no reason to like hate on somebody's kid. Um, when they're just like minding their own business, or really any kid at all. <laughs> <laughs> right, like why are you talking children? I am gonna ask well I was going to ask um a shitty question as a follow-up to that um which of the like celebrity children like 
the celebrities that are around our age to like 40 mm-hmm. so like their kids which of those like famous children do you think is going to be like the Paris Hilton you know yeah. like the famous for no reason just like wild no you don't think any, I don't think they have the like... personality like mm-hmm. Paris okay, fucking fair. carried yeah Paris maybe it's like a bad example like because she's just like so on her own little plane but I feel like one of them has to be like the ultimate like we're gonna see pa- paparazzi like photos of them doing like some wild shit I feel like maybe Travis Barker's kids could do that because I feel like I hear more about them for no reason okay uh, I'm really uncomfortable by whatever they've got going on at all times. <laughs> How many kids does he have, too? I only know of the... There's Landon, and I think there's one called Missis- Alabama. <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I think there, there's so many states you can name your kid after. Alabama or Mississippi, but there's the word. Like, you might as well say no Jersey. I mean, there's some that are like actually, I think, kind of pretty. Yeah, like a low key, I love Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. I I mean, Georgia's like a very yeah common name. I feel like or Virginia yeah. even. Virginia's gorgeous. What's, what's the worst one? It has to be one of the like two name ones. Wyoming, of the one name, I think has to be worse. And then North okay. Dakota. Has to yeah, be. I was going to say North or South Dakota. <laughs> it's also like, I don't know that North Dakota exists. Like, I get it, like, it's on the map. But I right. don't know a single thing that would tell me this land is in North Dakota. Also, yeah. like, I don't feel like it's distinguishable from South Dakota anyway. There should be one state. No. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know the history of that? How did they... Uh-uh. How are they split? Me neither. It feels like... Should we know that? If you, uh, maybe. I really... My state knowledge really stops at the 13 colonies. I'm not gonna lie. Like... Yeah. Like... There's I, a handful of, like, honorable mentions, but... Yeah. Like, if you didn't get it in the first round, maybe I just don't know anything about you. Like... Yeah, and those are, I I doubt that I'll ever even go to, like, one of those yeah. states. Like, I just don't it have a reason to. Like it's a scam so that they can get more representation in the House of Representatives and the Senate. Like, they don't need four senators. Yeah, has to be. Right, I know. I always feel like that's so wild to me that, like, there's so much um, representation, like, in the plains for their, like, 17 people per state. It's, like, Wyoming literally has, like, I mean, what is it, like, one person for every 800 square miles? Like, I have no, I have no idea. Making things up, but, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just kind of think about, like, Oh, I realized I, I started in the middle of a thought. I should give you some background. I, like, when I was graduating high school, I applied to, like, maybe 20-something schools. And a lot of them had 
programs that would give me um, scholarships, like, and I got a full ride scholarship to University of Wyoming. And okay. part of me is like, it would be kind of cool to like live in Wyoming and like not have to pay for college and like whatever. And they seem like it, like the school didn't seem that rigorous. Like I was like, I could be like a really big fish in a small pond. <laughs> <laughs> and I then was like, I wonder how many like black people are in Wyoming. And I think at the time it was like 1% of the state was like people of color. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah. that was scary. I was like, okay, I'll never, I actually never set foot in that state. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that is not, like, the place to be at all. No. I definitely would have been a big fish, but for different reasons. <laughs> I just think that would have sent your life on a less rewarding path. Oh, for sure. I would have, like, ended it, like... <laughs> <laughs> Ended it. Like not even went home. Just like sent myself next day mail to God. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like I cannot, I cannot cut it here. And so, so we're done. We're out. (laughs) Peace. If this is what the world has to offer, I'm done. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent good. Have you Have you been to Wyoming? I haven't, but I don't know. I know. I don't know if you went on like a campus tour. Did you go on like college campus tours just generally? Yeah, so many. Oh, okay. I didn't go on any. Really? How did you mm-hmm. pick MSU? I, so I was like very much like no one was advising me whatsoever for college. Uh-huh. Like my mom didn't go to college. I, my school was so big. It was like no one had one on one time with like a, guidance counselor to talk about it so I was just like very much out in the world doing whatever I thought was best I had no idea I was like 17 (laughs) I like I do I picked a state that I had applied and I got in within the week like I had mailed my shit out on like a Sunday and had the acceptance on Friday and I was like well I guess that's it (laughs) like it was not yeah yeah and I really, I didn't apply to very many schools at all. Like, I maybe applied to two. So, that I I do think of that. Like, um, like it does make sense to me. I'm sorry if you can hear my dog, too, in the background. She's, like, found a oh, toy. Um, maybe the headphones are working. Um, <laughs> but it does make sense to me, like, why people offer scholarships for first-generation students. Because it is just, yeah. like it's very hard to navigate by yourself. And I do feel like even if you get to the point where you are doing that and like applying for colleges, it's like you already left over some barriers there. I did get free admissions though. Like I got, um, I always got my fee, my two fees waived. Oh wow. That was exciting. And I think I was going to apply to more schools I remember this, like I was going to apply to a couple of college schools and they are private college is and like they did not waive the fee for like free lunch kids. So I was like, oh, I can't. Thanks. It won't be applying. Yeah. I do not have the $60 for the chance that I might get in to be able to pay you more money. Yeah. It's like I, I already can't afford you. Let's be let's be real. 
did you ever hear about I think it was on Twitter maybe five years ago um maybe more at this point there was this guy who applied to NYU for grad school and asked for um sorry for asked for a fee waiver for like the PhD program and they were like if you can't afford the application then don't even oh my god don't even fucking worry about it wait that's horrible yes I was like dude what like why is that a real response I don't know man colleges are like ruthless I feel yeah like they're not actually concerned about um educating students no sorry that was a weird yawn no they're not (laughs) concerned about that like whatsoever yeah yeah I feel like I was I've been like um just like reading more like listening to more podcasts with the um student loan forgiveness coming out and Mm. it's like the largest um uh group of people that are like against student loan forgiveness are administrators of colleges yeah that makes sense but what is their argument like they don't get the money or like what is the argument yeah I don't know yeah it's like they won't be able to continue to pay for school I think like they must realize that um like I don't know if you follow the logic right it's like well for forgiving these student loans then we need to like look at the actual like fee structures of colleges and does it make sense should all college be free should all public college be free it would be paid for by the government then, but obviously, like, it would have to be done at a lower cost if that were the case, right? There'd be, like, more regulation. So, you know, that's that would be what I would think, right, is that they're, like, following it down the line, and it would eventually result in them having less money. Yeah, but, like, if... To me, that takes, like, the burden off of colleges, though, right? Because if colleges are essentially government entities especially public colleges right if they're just paid through the state then employees on campus get government benefits yeah like that is like a huge cost for colleges and it would be like completely offloaded well what if like what if it was paid for in a way where like the federal government would just pay X number of dollars per student that they were able to enroll. And then I mean, that's all they got. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking about like schools that the school, like that we went to, it's just like, I could see, like, I could see like all of the other activities that draw funding into a college would remain mm-hmm. and could supplement that instead of supplementing like no we would not probably have the highest paid football coach in history <laughs> yeah we yeah. would probably not have the highest paid anybody but like <laughs> that's that what's always a good model for yeah school. yeah it's not it's insane and i also feel like too so many um colleges just have like these massive endowments and it's like can you make that shit work like I feel like isn't Harvard's like larger than many countries like GDP yeah it's just like aren't aren't you good yet like at what point do you just stop charging for the next like 80 years like will the planet live that long no like come on 
Double down. Yeah, I know they, they, they do like um, basically no fees for kids that come from backgrounds with less, that make less than 60K a year. But it's like, how many kids are likely to get into Harvard from a low-income background? Like, you need a lot of support. Yeah. To get there. That a is lot of it true. Is just like paying for shit, like paying for tutors, paying for mm-hmm. extracurriculars, paying for, like, there are costs associated with things like community service and, like, the application process that yeah. are not waived. And just, like, knowing. I think that was the biggest thing. Like, now I feel like looking back, I don't know what college I would have gone to, but I definitely think that I had more opportunities beyond the two I applied for. Yeah. And, like, probably could have gone to something. I don't know. Or even, like, gone more, like, scholarships, things like that. Like, I don't know. It is, yeah. There's, like, hidden costs associated with that. And then that's what's, like, so wild to me, too, because it's, like, we're not actually um, prioritizing, like, intellect or innovation or, like, academic potential. We're just prioritizing connection and wealth. Yeah, and in the long run, like, that's, like, if we're invested in maintaining capitalism, like, that's bad for capitalism. Like, in the long run, like, we're not going to be propping up innovators, entrepreneurs, people in the workplace who can accurately reflect the people who are consuming therefore consumers get disenchanted with like consumerism because they're not seen or like shown themselves in a genuine way and like people just divest from the market yeah yeah it's all all cyclical yeah like I say that a lot but it's true like why would I like if all of the CEOs like that are like running you know Amazon like we pick on Bezos a lot but like we should you know like if his ideas are that like we should be nice to the the queen when she dies or whatever like as a person who is like okay this woman and her family, like, people she's related to are directly responsible for the slave trade. Like, why would I continue to, like, invest in your, like, growing wealth if you don't even have, like, the knowledge or the ability to, like, reflect, you know, like, some decency in regards to, like, racial trauma? Like, and it makes me think, like, we only have a Jeff Bezos, we only have an Amazon, because somebody else wasn't given that opportunity. Like, because he is benefiting and capitalizing off of, mm-hmm. like, the injustice of someone who could have done that better. Yeah, that's what's so wild to me, too. Sometimes it's like, yeah, could have done it better and also probably would not have done something so horrible. <laughs> like yeah. Like, something that's just, like, so terrible for all of its, like, employees and the environment. Like, I do feel like if you grow up with all that wealth and connection to begin with, you're going to have some level of entitlement. And that entitlement is going to carry over into the work that you put out into the world. And so if you have, like, every opportunity and every resource to create a company, that company is probably not going to be 
largely beneficial to the public, you know? Right. Like, would you, would you ever be a CEO? Like, would you ever want to own your own company? Um, it would depend. Um, but my like heart is like, no, like that, that doesn't (laughs) seem like something I'm interested in. Yeah. Would you? No, absolutely not. I would, I would hate it so much, but it's also like, yeah, I just like, there's nothing I would ever want to do that would require me to be a CEO. But I also, yeah, I just like wouldn't be able to like exploit people. I don't think in the way that is required. Yeah, like, I think there's models of business that, like, can keep a lot of people happy. We just don't explore those because it's easier to yeah. say, you know, that's business. Like, that is fair. I do feel like you, you can be, I, I, but I would never be, like, the sole. Uh-huh. I do feel like there, there are, like, business models where, like, it's not just one person owning it. It's, like, anybody, right? Like, what, what are those called? Like, when anyone who works for a company oh, has, employee-owned. like, ownership. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like Publix is like employee on the grocery store. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, that's why they're so happy when you go in there. Yeah. They literally own that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, want it to look nice. Want it to feel good. Yeah. Is Publix a southern, like, yeah. chain? Okay. It is. Oh, it's. Uh, headquartered in Florida, I think. I think it started in Florida. I'll have to go. Yeah. Get the, the southern um, potato salad. The southern style okay. potato salad. And the chicken finger sub. You gotta get the finger sub. Have you been seeing the... Okay, the... I also saw that there was maybe like drama around this or something, but that um, TikTok sound about the chicken salad. Yeah, it's just like some lady just being like, "Come get this chicken salad," and then some hating ass bitch just hating. Like <laughs> I, I haven't seen the hating. Like I've only seen people responding oh. to it. Like I didn't know she what the like, hating was. It's just like another black woman who is thin and like that's her personality, and she believes that she's like a comedian, but has not made me laugh. Um. <laughs> And she's just like, so there's a TikTok sound going viral, and it's, um, come get a chicken salad at 81st Street Deli, and I mean, come on, y'all, you just going, t- you going viral for nothing? It's like, yeah, now you're going viral for being a fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> like she was fighting for her life in those fucking comments, and then like turned them off today. It's like I get it. I'm a hater. Nobody hates more than me. But that was unnecessary. So maybe somebody does hate more than me because that was just like uncalled for. The lady was just, the man asked her, like, the whole yeah. thing is that the guy is like, what do you get? Like, where are you at? Like, she didn't say record me. She just, right. like, she's got a personality and you hate it? Like, yeah. And she seemed really sweet in the video. Like, it was just like a very yeah. nice short clip. She's like, yeah, I guess. I'm happy about the thing that I purchased. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds good. It actually didn't look good to me because it had onions in it. But if, if it didn't have that, I would have eaten it. You don't like onions? Or like no, raw I can't. onions? Or I onions. can't eat. Uh, if it's like really cooked down like many, yeah. many hours, then I could do it. But generally, I like don't like onion. 
if they like go can you tell when they like put onion on your burger and then like just take it off at the last minute i can tell if it's been like chilling okay on there yeah, I have, I mean, it's, like, pretty bad. I feel like it's annoying, too, like, for other people, because onion is in literally everything. Yeah. But I always feel like it's, like, imagine how it is for me. Right. You know? You're like, just annoyed because, yeah, I'm asking for... more annoying for, for them than it is for you. Right. Like, how many times have I been into an onion and then gagged? Literally gagged. <laughs> I can't keep it down if I take a bite. So it's, like, imagine that. Imagine that as your life story. Okay? It's embarrassing. <laughs> She's literally suffering. It reminds me of yeah. that tweet where the lady was like, I went to Sonic and I said, no onions in my burger. And the person responded, would you be mad if we put them on there anyway? Yeah, wait. <laughs> That's really funny. It's like, yeah, I would. Yeah. Is that the one too where they're like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, like, what do you do if we put it on there anyway? Yeah. It's like I won't eat it. I literally will cry and pay for something and give me something I don't want. Uh, I would just like pick things. It depends on how like enmeshed in the food something yeah. is, you know, or the onions are. Um, but if it's like a burger, that's not a big deal because only those are like the full, like thick cut or whatever. It's like just pull it out. But if it's all in there. No thanks. Like a coney, if I got a coney with and someone put onions on it, I'd be like, I can't eat this. Please don't do this to me. <laughs> yeah, I would have to take all of the chili off, and then and then what's the point? It's just a dog. It's just a glizzy. Right. <laughs> it's just a glizzy. <laughs> I feel like if you go to a Coney Island and you order just a plain hot dog, which is what my brother does. Oh god. There, there is some. It's like, are you a baby? Are you three? Like, would why would you ever? Literally just throw it at him. Okay. Right. At that point, like, get chicken tenders. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. stop. You're embarrassing us all. Just just get the, like, you're at a coney. Just go ahead and get the little pita sandwich or whatever, the mm-hmm. little wraps. Yeah. The chicken tender pita. Like, do something like that. Don't, you want a plain, it is, at this point, just go to the store Get a 12 yeah. pack of hot dogs and buns and just boil them and put it on the bun yourself. It would be the same. <laughs> Is that how you cook your hot dogs? No. Boiled? I um, I cut them in half and I put them in like a skillet. Yeah, you have to put them on a skillet. I was going to judge you if it was boiled. No. Like, Thank God. If, if I'm doing like street meats, which I do kind of like a little bit of street meat, like if somebody's just selling food on the side of the road, it's like really dangerous. You shouldn't do that, but I will stop and just be like, yeah, this is street meat. Like, if- I love street meat. I'm all for street meat. It's always good. It's always good, and you're almost always drunk when you come across it. Yes. I feel, at least, that's my experience. And it's like, yes, this is the right thing for my body. And it, it isn't. It's not. It's the opposite of what you should be doing. Yeah. Like, have you been to Southern California? Um briefly i really was just there to go to tijuana but okay okay um yeah maybe did you ever come across like the hot dogs that are wrapped in bacon and it's probably not specific to southern california but like no but i've seen like the elote man and the like yeah i forget how to say it in spanish but the popsicle dude 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was in Tijuana, I saw some ladies just like hand pressing tortillas, like slapping them back and forth, like in yeah. their hand. I'm not sure if they wash their hands. Did I get a taco anyway? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't think. It's like y'all gotta grill the little tortilla anyway. Like it cooks off. Yeah. The most dangerous ones. <laughs> well, I just feel like whenever I travel, like my stomach is fucked up like most I mean the entire time really like it's like you gotta get used to it wait no I I don't I don't have that experience at all Um, do you mean internationally but not bad traveling any travel normally I would say more international than yeah like in the U.S. but yeah it's like anytime I have traveled abroad it's like I am just getting used to like new foods new bacteria like whatever whatever and you adapt. Yeah, I when I went to Sri Lanka, there were people there who are like, yeah, I had to like prep my body for like spicier food, and okay. I was like, this food is not spicy. Like, I'm not even. You know how some people are just like, oh, this is like white people spicy. Like, it was not spicy. Yeah. Like, it wasn't at all. (laughs) What are you talking about? Like, I'm like, what you point to what's spicy for you right now? I think the only time I've ever had food that was like almost too spicy, it was like I could eat it, but it was Mm -hmm. like not enjoyable, was when I went to like a Nashville hot chicken place in Nashville and it was like, we mm. all got, like, the hottest one, and I was like, this is, yeah, I'm, like, sweating, my eyes are watering, I don't know why I would choose to do this again. Yeah, I never, like, I feel like I have a pretty decent heat tolerance, um, yeah, I just eat spicy shit, but, like, I, when I go out, I never get the hottest one, because I feel like the hottest one is the restaurant, like, making one for, people who have something to prove for themselves yeah a hundred percent and it's like they're like fucking with you and it's yeah. like okay of course this doesn't even taste great because like you've made it so beyond what is palatable yeah I'm like this is not good. like I do want I do want to taste actually like what I'm eating I don't need the like yeah numbing spice that they put on there yeah my ideal is whatever the hottest is that includes habaneros like once they move to a, a hotter pepper than a yeah. habanero pepper for their seasoning. That's, like, when I'm sorry, I start to be, like, this is still, like, edible. Not the one that I got in Nashville, I will say. Like, that was beyond what, yeah, what I would eat. But above a habanero pepper, I start to be, like, this is just, like, the level of enjoyment for me declines. Yeah. And I, always, I feel like you can always, like, put hot sauce on something. Like, if the yeah. one next to the last is, like, not hot enough, you can just Mm-hmm. Like doctor it up. It are ghost peppers hotter than habanero? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't do. I think it's like. I feel like a lot of places will do like Cal- uh, Carolina Reapers like after a habanero, and then that's my answer to be like, this is just like a little too hot. Yeah, I like when they like actually do something with the Reaper, like they mix it with like a pineapple or like it's with fruit, because yeah. then it's not just hot because. That's my problem is, like, when it's hot and it doesn't have any flavor, it's just hot for the sake mm-hmm. of being hot. But when they, like, yeah. add some, like, real flavor to it, that's that's nice. Yeah, like, just a hot thing on a dry bun and there's nothing else. It's like, okay. 
It's like, yeah, like you were just like, you're just trying to make this, you're trying to make fetch happen. Like you're not cooking, you're proving something. I don't know who was back there. I don't know who hurt you, but this is not food. Yeah, I agree. I'd agree. Man. I feel like that's, um, is that the extent of the questions I had in my head? Maybe. My other questions were all going to be about the people that I'm talking to on dating apps right now and your opinions on them. Okay, yeah. Let's let's do that. <laughs> and whether or not I should, like, continue to talk to them. <laughs> okay. The answer is probably no. Okay. Oh, a man tonight. I'm going to say, oh, after, sorry. after we're done with this, I have to tell you something about um, Saturday. So, for listeners who are oh. not in the know... Um, Miss Lauren had a party, a murder mystery. Literally, somebody was fucking killed at Lauren's house on Saturday. Don't tell anyone. Um, We found the killer, though. Don't worry. (laughs) We turned him in. Literally, no one called the police. (laughs) Wait, but no, because we knew in in house we had the skills and the piece of paper that said who did it. Um. Wait, but can you tell me now so I don't have anxiety? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I really can't say it while we're recording. Oh, can I pause the recording? Yeah. <laughs>